What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of Tasty Tuesday on Tasty Luke Gaming, the show where we talk about gaming news. My name's Seth. I'm Chevy. And a quick reminder to play Steep and Portal Knights, both offered for free on PlayStation Plus. Make sure to download those, play those, come back at the end of the month for Plus Club. Let us know what you thought of those games. We'll let you know what we thought of those games. Make sure to give it a grade. We'll do the same. And uh, Game of the Month is Stardew Valley. If you uh, have played that before, play it again. And uh, if you haven't played it, check it out because we're going to be playing it throughout the month and talking about it at the end of the month for Game of the Month. And if you don't know what the fuck it is, somehow it is uh, kind of a. Um, and inspired by oh shit what's that farming game harvest moon harvest moon type game uh, a lot of people liked it a lot so i'd be very surprised if you didn't hear uh, about it so check that out also we have discord link down below talk to us anytime all the time and we are on itunes spotify and other podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to us and if you're listening to us and you want to check us out on youtube check us out at tasty loot gaming we film every single episode um yeah, so Tasty Tuesday, we got two bits of news, and for any of you that are interested, I know that um, CES is happening, and um, I'm already starting to see a lot of stuff that I kind of wanted to touch on in this episode, but there's actually quite a bit of things coming out, so I might compile a list of all the announcements after CES is over, and we can go over and talk about that. Uh, so if you're thinking about that, uh, that will be coming. Uh, but with that, first bit of news. <clears throat> so, uh, sequel to... 2014's Alien Isolation, a new Alien game is coming out called Alien Blackout. Uh, it will also still be starring uh, Amanda Ripley, daughter of Ellen Ripley, and uh, this version of it is not being made by Creative Assembly. It's being made by new teams, Fox Next Games and D3 Go, and I believe Rival Games, so three companies, and it'll That's be a, good thing. a mobile game. Uh, it'll be on iOS and Android. Um, these guys uh, have made a few games that you, some of you may have heard of. D3 Go is known for making um, the Puzzle Quest series. I played a lot of that myself, actually, on DS. Mobile games. And they uh, helped develop games for Marvel and Magic the Gathering licenses and rival games. Uh, developed narrative-driven game. Uh, Thief of Thieves, which was written by the comic direct uh, creator Robert Kirkman, who did Walking, Walking Dead. Dead. Um, so, and then as far as like the game itself is concerned, you wake up in a Waylon Utani. Oh, yeah. I'll say I'm not oh, yeah. the biggest alien guy. So Waylon Utani, um, infested with another space station, infested with aliens, and you must fight to survive. It's supposed to be multiple missions that. Uh, you have multiple crew members as well, and they can live and they can die, and it changes the effect of the story. And they promise, uh, of course, I lost it, an immersive and captivating alien experience. Every, on your phone. On your phone. Every decision can lead to a different conclusion. Players can test different strategies and theories to outlast the xenomorph in pursuit of victory. So. I'm gonna, you're a big Alien fan, and you played the last game, and I'm sure you have opinions, so let's hear them. That's true. Okay, so um, I am a huge Alien fan. Uh, admittedly, though, I did not beat Isolation, although I did play it, and I did really like it. The authenticity of it is actually super impressive. Um, it's really weird how when that game came out, it got subpar reviews. Um, and not a whole lot of talk. And then now it's known as one of the best survival horror games ever made. So um, it was definitely a slow burn. It's it's a game I definitely want to go back and play more of. Uh, just because the praise of it's so fucking high. It's ridiculous. Anytime this comes up. That being said, and just want to specify, just really drive home. They did a great job with the atmosphere. Um, it is the most authentic alien game that Creative Assembly 
created. Uh, they did a great job. So with saying that, I'm very disappointed to see that. Uh, first off, when they thought to make a sequel to that, they did this. Um, but secondly, that they would just kind of drop it out of nowhere. Like, oh, here it is. It's coming. I guess you can pre-order this too, which is bizarre because it's a mobile game. It's $5. I would say I got like three games on my phone pre-ordered right now. What? They're all free-to-play games, but... what? How the fuck are they pre-ordered? <laughs> you just let them know you want it, and then it auto-downloads when they're out. What the fuck? Uh, okay. Well, I'm not a mobile player, so apparently I'm fucking lost on that, because that's, that's blowing my mind. Um, but yeah, super disappointed with this. Um, I have to say, though, I hope it's good. I don't want any game to be bad, especially if it's an alien game. We've been fucking punished for being fans of alien um for so long when it comes to the games and some movies um so it just sucks to know that you know they're they're just like yeah throw it on mobile we're gonna we're gonna continue that story on mobile uh and make an immersive game on mobile which they're not gonna do um the the idea of it sounds cool though i don't think it's gonna work well on mobile i'm not excited about that at all uh but the idea that there is gonna be multiple characters that can live and die kind of brings back an alien vibe which is kind of cool and which would have been very cool to see under uh, creative assembly again um that would have been a very cool game to play but we're getting this um i've seen pictures of it it looks like a mobile game um it's you know above you know top down kind of um so i don't know what kind of immersion you're gonna get i think it's gonna be like old school um point and click fucking adventure games where you walk in a room and goddamn the alien's gonna drop down and kill you and then you're just gonna start again from wherever the hell you're at um i think it's very important to also mention though um that uh d3 go as much as i know people do like puzzle quest have gotten a lot of criticism over their magic the gathering games um people have said that they essentially take established brands and they pretty much slap a coat of paint over prior things they've made before and they just make a dollar off of it so um but that sounds like the mobile market in general Mm -hmm. so people are like d3 go does this i think a lot of people on mobile do this uh mobile is kind of a um throwaway platform when it comes to games i mean you're buying a game for five dollars um so you know it that whole thing aside it's just such a fucking waste that that we got alien isolation a great game and it's not getting any justice to to what they achieved with it um hopefully in the future uh we can get an actual um sequel to it um but looking at the companies working on this, it seems like everybody's out. I don't see Sega on there. I don't see fucking Creative Assembly. It seems like it has just moved over. And there's something called Fox Next, which I know Fox owns the uh, rights to it. So that must be uh, yeah. one, you know, one of their uh, companies. So it sounds like they're just fucking... I don't think the last game did as well as they probably wanted to. So this is probably them keeping the brand they got already and trying to make money off of it. Um but, you know, do I want this? Not really. If it comes out and people actually are like, you know what's pretty good? I'd be like, okay, cool. Um, I'm glad to see it's a pay-for game, not a free-to-play game. But um, but I'm not excited for it at all. And I think it's a waste. I think it's a huge fucking waste. And it's another slap in the face when it comes to people who love aliens, wanting alien games. Um, it, there's just been too many bad ones. It's stupid. So uh, it's disappointing. That's the biggest word I can... I mean, I'm not even angry. I'm just like, this fucking... This sucks. So... Yeah, I think that was actually really fair. Um, I was kind of expecting you to rant. <laughs> yeah, me too. But that's that's just how I feel. I'm not angry about it. It's just yeah. 
blows. Um, so yeah, I have no attachment obviously to any aspect of this. And, um, I actually feel very similar to be honest. I, uh, I think, uh, Fox absolutely is just looking for a way to make more money off this. And I think, uh, like you said, with it coming out to, uh, mediocre reviews at first, but then, uh, later on becoming something people really enjoy and and have praise for, um, it was a little too late in the sales department regard of that. And, but they know that, 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 uh, appreciation is there and they think they are looking at that as an opportunity to cash in. So, Mm. um, unfortunately a lot of these, uh, people who are either making a, a movie property into a game or even, uh, jumping into making games <clears throat> don't have uh, respect for it. So yeah. you get a lot of really crappy, you know, uh, movie games, which ha- has been a joke forever since games pretty much have been a thing. And then, uh, you know, companies like this who they're not game makers. Like there's, there are game makers involved in it, but the people paying the, the bills, they don't give a shit. Like they're just trying to make a, a buck. Yeah. So, ma- make us money. Yeah. Um, so there's no respect there either. So it's not a good start to what what where this game is coming from, uh, especially with them just kind of throwing everyone who was involved in the original pro, uh, game and stuff like that off to the side. So um, I think skepticism is uh, extremely warranted when it comes to this one. Uh, and like I said, if it does end up being good, cool. That'll be a good surprise. Yeah. But uh, I, I don't think I'd uh, hold my breath on it. So, Well, and, as, and, and it, like the very top peak of how good this game could be will be fucking a fraction of what it could be on a different platform. You're never going to achieve greatness with a mobile game on your phone. I can't think of a, a game that's been made for phone that's like gonna that was fantastic it has to force you to use a controller yeah there's there's well it's just not the right platform for it like fucking you can make addictive games on phones that's about it and you can translate games already exist on other things to phone which is impressive to me that Mm -hmm. they put games from fucking consoles over on phones it's awesome that they do that but outside of that they're the, the the dreamers the fucking idea people they're not making games for mobile why would they you want to put it on something that can fucking realize your ideas. So any anything going to mobile, I'm just like, it's 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 just cash. And there's more people. I mean, it's a console that everybody has. Everybody has a phone. Everybody yeah. has the fucking console. So the people who are thinking about games for these things are just like, what will most people fucking play? Because mm-hmm. we have the biggest demographic on the fucking planet when it comes to people who pl- can play this game. Um, so you got to just think about it from that perspective. And yeah. I don't blame them. They're businesses. I mean, that's the fucking point. You invest money to make money. But uh, it just sucks when it's something like this. When you really can't blame them. When you get something like, you know, a candy crush or something like that that mm-hmm. comes out and it's just a complete cash cow. So mm-hmm. uh, it would be very attractive for any investor to want to get in on that action. So uh, yeah. it just for fans, obviously. And I can't speak for you guys, but. <laughs> I can definitely relate to the the, uh, the prospect of someone just going, here's this thing that you like the name of, and we just assume you're going to like our product, and that's really kind of insulting. So, <clears throat> Metal Gear Solid, whatever the fuck Survive. that... Survive. Survive, yeah. Yeah, that's a good example. Huge fucking... Ugh. I mean, I had no hopes for anything Konami after that happened, but then when they announced that, I was like, are you serious? And then I played, I was like, oh my God. 
I can't believe you did this. It's like, like when it's, they released it's tra- worse than I thought. They released that trailer for the Metal Gear Solid Five Pachinko Machine. I was just like, yeah, wow, okay. <laughs> So. I'm such a fan. I really love Metal Gear Solid and that Pachinko. I I'm, the, I'm, I, I'm so excited. Oh, it's so depressing. This is what when when you know people who respect their fan bases who who just dedicate so much effort into making great games. This is why you want to support those people. And again, I'm going to remind you guys. You guys have heard this a million times. Vote with your fucking wallet. If you don't want shit like this, don't give them money for sure. If you're curious about it, there's other ways you could probably play it. I'm going to be vague about that. Um, don't give them your fucking money, though, because that just tells them they don't they don't listen to you, what you say on Twitter. Uh, they don't fucking listen to you anywhere else. They're going to watch this video and hear me saying this shit. They're going to look at how much money they made, how much money they put in, and go, okay, we made a profit. We got to make another one. They obviously liked it. They don't give a shit about anything else. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you don't want this game, don't fucking buy it. I won't be buying this game. Unless someone's like, it's the best fucking mobile game I've ever played. I can't believe they actually pulled it off. And I'd be like, that's interesting. I still don't play mobile games a whole lot, though. So I guess I still won't be buying it. Um, but yeah. Yeah, don't stick to too many. Except for one. So Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, that one fucking owns your life. <laughs> um, but yeah. Do you got, you got anything else to say on that? No. Right. I think we pretty much got it. Yeah. Let us know in the comments below. Uh, what do you think about Alien Blackout? I forgot the name of it already. Um, what do you think about it being a sequel? What do you think about the last game? Did you play that? Does it disappoint you? Are you angry? Um, do you not care? Are you actually excited for this? Let me know in the comments. And um, what do you think about mobile gaming? What do you think about the current state of mobile gaming? We're seeing a lot of things being moved over to mobile gaming that were not originally that people are being upset about obviously there's uh, a lot of them but i think diablo immortal is a big uh point of contention uh let me know everything you think about when it comes to mobile gaming and alien blackout in the comments down below second bit of news um we're gonna get weird here we're gonna we're gonna go twilight zone here because uh, my brain is kind of blown away so there is a company um called uh, slightly mad studios they are known for uh simulation racers uh project cars um i actually have played both project cars project cars 2 and they're very good games but they're in my opinion the dark souls of racing games they're very hard um so yeah let's get weird these guys apparently are making a console now when i say console they say this is going to be a next gen most powerful console to exist it's gonna be called the mad box uh after their company's name, Slight Mad Studios. And um, it's slated to come out in the next, like, three years. Uh, so it'll be coming out alongside what we can only presume to be PS5, the next Xbox, and whatever the hell else is coming out. I know um, there's rumors right now from analysts that there is a Switch Pro and Switch Lite coming out in the next year or two. Um, yeah, so... Uh, that's pretty much the news. They're actually being really hush-hush about the info. They, in fact, showed pictures of a couple models that they're thinking about uh, the way the console's going to look. We'll go through that in a sec. But uh, they blurred out the insides because they are still not uh, yet done with what they're going to have. They're still talking with other uh, manufacturers of hardware to see what they can put in this thing. But uh, he claims that the machine will support features like 120 frames per second, in virtual reality, Ooh. so it's gonna it's gonna have that, um, 
And the studio also says it plans to provide free game engine for developers who want to make games for the console and that the studio doesn't believe in trying to make exclusive exclusivity deals, leaving developers free to put their games out on other platforms as well, um, which is actually kind of interesting. Uh, yeah, so uh, we'll get into that in a sec, but and I'll put the pictures up for you guys as well, but we're going to look at a couple of the designs of what this console could look like. They still haven't decided yet. They want people to give their insight. Uh, so the one we're looking at right now kind of looks almost like it's out of portal. What am I looking at here? <laughs> A fucking transformer. I don't know. Yeah. What do you think about that? I think <clears throat> it's kind of neat. Although anytime we see like prototype consoles like this, they're never, they never could look like that. Yeah. Oh, so it, it, it looks very, um, Futuristic, I guess would be a, a good way to word that. It reminds me of something that would be in like Deus Ex or something. Yeah. Um, well, it's interesting too because it's essentially a uh, a tower, a PC tower, except for it's sitting um, diagonalish at a weird angle. Yeah, at a weird angle. And then the other one um, kind of looks like it could be like a Blu-ray player or a router. That's a fucking router, man. Yeah, it's just but, missing the damn spider arms. Yeah, they there's they right here got wall mount uh, shown, and you could set it up vertically. Um, this one's kind of interesting looking to me. Um, they're definitely going for something that's gonna catch your eyes uh, with these designs, which is kind of interesting as well. Uh, touch, slide, click, tap. So that'll be for what? <laughs> Layout theme colors uh, can change according to app. That's actually kind of neat. Um, so yeah, they got a lot of, um, ideas going on here. RGB lighting control, which, uh, seems like they're pretty PC centric, uh, thinking in that department. And, um, yeah. So, uh, I have a lot of questions to ask you. So, uh, what do we think? Okay. So we have the Atari box coming out. Mm -hmm. We have other people talking about making consoles. Mm -hmm. Um, now we have a video game developer making project cars, which is semi-popular, making a console. What do we think about them making a console? What do we think about uh, people in general? Uh, in a time where people are saying that consoles are going to be dying soon, we have more people now than ever, not ever, but, you know, of recent time, think about making consoles. What do you think about that? Uh, what do you think about the viability of this? Do you think it can succeed? Do you want it to succeed? Are you interested in it? And... Um, what do you think about their whole philosophy on um, no exclusivity, which is something that doesn't exist? So I'm going to start with that one. Actually. I mean, Xbox is already kind of <laughs> fucking playing around with that on accident. Beat a dead horse. Yeah. Sorry. <sighs> I have an Xbox. I love it. It's uh, fine. So the exclusivity thing uh, is weird. Is a, It's kind of weird. Uh, not weird, but tricky. It's very noble of them to, to go that yeah. route because I know there are uh, a lot of people who, who don't like um, exclusive titles and whatnot. Um, well, it kind of sounds like you can tell they're a video game developer mm -hmm. at that point because that's an idea a video game developer would yeah, have. Yeah, they want to be able to put the product on as many things as possible, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Now, here's, here's the problem with that thought process, though. Um, anyone with some money can make uh, a box that plays video games. Yeah. So you need uh, a thing to get people to want yours. And if you're not going to have exclusive games, what's your thing other than just being a powerhouse? Well, if that's the case, I mean, you made a PC. Well, Microsoft's doing that too with the Xbox One X. Mm -hmm. um, 
And even they came out and said, we don't expect to sell a bunch of these, right? Because they know that the, the the amount of people who want like a powerhouse system versus just wanting to be able to play the games is is a, is a drastically different uh, market. Definitely. Uh, and now I'm not saying one's right or wrong. It's obviously personal preference. I just financially speaking, like if you're trying to sell something to someone, you got to have a reason for them to come get it. The other thing I'm noticing here is both designs do not have disc trays, but they are going for a purely digital approach, um, which uh, people are probably more comfortable with now than they were when they announced the last consoles. Yeah. Uh, But I still think you, it's really hard to just tell people that they can't like buy physical copies of games. I think it's still not, um, the right time for that. Well, and actually there's an article recently that was really interesting talking about, and I forgot what game it was. Some game just went off of all digital distribution. And uh, they're saying this is a case of uh, understanding why physical copies still are actually very important because you don't own the digital copies. You don't, you don't own the route to get them. So once they go offline, you don't have them anymore. hundred percent. And yeah. then you have to trust the companies to do right by you, which yeah. in most cases, spoiler alert, they're not going to, yeah. um, they're going to do what Steam they need to do as, you know, in it's, you know, a beginning and they probably will still say it, but they don't have to honor it. But they basically said, Oh, well, if for some reason steam ever goes down, we'll, we'll make a, uh, a place for people to be able to go and download their stuff, which, still. which I believe they, they will do, especially in that mindset. But we're also living in a time where companies that everybody trusted and loved are doing things, uh, very business centric. Yeah. And, uh, so, you know, how long does it last until the company starts thinking differently? So it's hard, exactly. it's hard to tell anyway. Um, and I think as far as the mad box is concerned, um, they got, they got a couple key things that they do have going for them. They are making a, a uh, console that is uh, going to be more attractive to a uh, PC minded gamer because it definitely looks like a fancy, you know, like home, you made your at home PC type deal. Um, also with the 120 frames per second, VR is a very attractive uh, thing for VR fans as well, because yeah. you want that as smooth as possible. Well, and everybody's going for the most accessible VR because VR is awesome. But it's it, there's still hurdles, like setting it up, calibrating, having yeah, the room you, you for it. You have to really want VR to do VR yeah. right now. I so. mean, I have my Vive. I don't have it set up because I just don't have the fucking room right now. Well, same my, even my PSVR, I don't have it hooked yeah. up. Because well, I, of I have that so. hooked up in my room, but yeah. Um, Interest-wise, there's nothing here selling me, like personally. Um, I am very interested, obviously, when, when people decide to uh, try to jump into this market and I obviously want to see where it goes and what they can offer in, in a market where um, there's such like established people, especially when they don't have a background in this. Um, I guess I have a lot of like curiosity and not a lot of um, just like trust to jump in though, I guess would be a good way to put that. Um, what was it? You had other things you wanted me to respond to there. Um, well, uh, what do you think about, people making consoles now though that are not the you know big three essentially we have people showing interest in it and even though i don't think any of them are really fucking nailing it because i don't i think they i welcome them so much because we need those fucking consoles uh just because i i like the idea of having new consoles again uh back in the day when there's more people making consoles it was awesome um but you have to have the things that make it individual and a lot of these aren't 
really hitting that. So it's like they're excited to make a new thing, and I'm excited for that as well. But it's like they're so excited to make these that they're not thinking about what is their console going to offer. Because okay. when they say that yeah. this is going to be the most powerful console in three years, we, I don't know if that's true or not. Mm-hmm. Because we don't know what the fuck. I mean, the PS5 is supposed to be a fucking powerhouse. Like all the all the um, speculation and leaks and stuff and what they've been looking into. It's supposed to be really fucking powerful. And then they just said at CES recently that uh, gaming laptops coming out soon that are like affordable are going to be two times the power of the PS4 Pro. So, I mean, if laptops are doing that, fucking and most consoles are going to be fucking doing that at the very least. Well, I mean, I th- obviously I don't tell you, but that's the nature of technology in general. Though, 100%. So. And it's going faster now than ever. Mm-hmm. And we'll keep doing that's a whole other thing I could get into for hours. Um, so as far as like, am I excited for someone to make consoles? I don't know if I'm necessarily excited, but I, and this opinion is going to go outside of even the realm of consoles in general. I think it is a good thing when more people try to do, uh, get involved in, in, in something because it leads to competition and innovation, uh, which is very important because otherwise it becomes stagnant, boring, and people stop giving a shit about it. Uh, it also, you know, ends up getting to a point where one or two people, or in this case, three people are making it. Um, and you know, they could just be essentially at that point, you know, they're so established. They just have to copy each other at this, you know, to certain extents to, um, stay competitive without having to like really try. And the one thing a new person has to do is try and in fact you saw that when microsoft got into the console game they spent stupid amounts of money developing and releasing the xbox and then trying to get it into people's houses they lost they lost a bunch of money so much money getting the xbox out there and And they they're yeah they're the company the fucking that could have done it though they had had the money to waste and it worked and i'm not sure they do that's the thing i'm fucking weirded out by is like they make video games Project Cars th- can't be making make that, that much, much yeah. fucking money. Exactly. Um, people do like it, but pe- there's some people who fucking hate it, and there's a lot of people who haven't even fucking played it. So um, it's it. That's the thing that's weird to me is like, how are they doing this? They have to have a parent company, or the guy who owns that company's got to be fucking rich. Or they're taking out a fatty loan. Yeah, I mean, like, what inspires you to come at it now? We're we're dwindling in like where consoles can go. The established ones make sense because they've been established. They have to they have to keep going until consoles don't have a reason and to exist anymore. Streaming right around the corner, like yeah. as, as a main staple. Next ten years, um, fifteen maybe. Um, but uh, so I have a lot of worries, but I am excited because the idea of somebody if anybody could be like the fourth console manufacturer in like modern day if someone was able to do it that'd be amazing um that would take me back to a time where there was like other companies making game or uh, console still sega with the dreamcast you know that was the last one they made and um it was just a really cool time in gaming now the big thing is though is you have to have a distinguishing factor to your console what are the in my opinion there's three things that makes a console console a lot of people will sit there like when you get in arguments about like xbox ps4 if you want to do that shit um the exclusive thing always pops up and exclusives are 100 i think the biggest pulling factor to any console because if you have games that you cannot get anywhere else people are going to need to get that console to play yeah. them and if you have must have games 
doesn't matter what console it is. If you have must-have games and you can only play them there, that is the biggest reason to own a fucking console. Though that's there's a reason why games, certain games called console sellers, because they come out and they are fucking must-have games. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the biggest thing. If they're not doing exclusivity, that that freaks me out. I respect it because it's cool. A lot of people complain about exclusivity. A lot of people are like it's stupid to do it. It is. It does suck for us. But they need to do it to to make. Otherwise, they're just making PCs to essentially exist, huh? To essentially exist. Yeah. Um, the second biggest distinguisher of what makes a console worth getting over other consoles is the controller. People argue day and night about what the best controller is, and I think the Xbox and the PS4 both have great controllers. In fact, the older P- PlayStation controllers. We're fine. They worked as controllers. The newer one is still pretty much the same model, but I think the newest PS4 controller is a much better controller and and innovative. The touchpad on there is a really smart idea. The speaker I don't give a shit about. Um, But the Xbox controller ergonomically, I think has always been a better controller in the the size. I still like the new analogs. The rest of it though is fantastic and it feels very premium. Those uh, triggers, when you pull them, they don't really click or anything. They just like go hoo, hoo, hoo. And all the fucking... uh, um, uh, rumble effects. I don't know why I'm saying rumble, like it's 1997 again, but um, uh, the vibration in it uh, is very inventive as well. Um, so there's competition there. Um, so, I mean, if these guys come out with like a really fucking cool controller, I'm going to be interested because, but then you can just buy the controller and use it somewhere else too. Um, so, you know, that's the other one. And then the third thing I would say is like UI. People don't really think about it too much, but UI does really matter. Um, a lot of people prefer, you know, Xboxes over PS4s. I don't really care either way. I think that I use the PS4 more often, so I'm more used to it, and I think it's a lot more straightforward. But the Xbox One has come a long way, and I think it's a lot better than it used to be. Um, I agree with that statement. Yeah. Uh, well, it used to be really confusing to me, <laughs> yeah, but it was, also it used I didn't. To be ha- awful. I, I didn't. Well, yeah, but the 360 also had. Uh, went through a lot of phases um a lot of phases but um so this thing has to offer something it's really cool that they're they're already thinking about vr uh so is the ps5 ps5 is already thinking about vr uh as is they're they're building the console around that so i mean vr whether you think it's gimmick or not whether you think it's okay now or whatever it absolutely is something people are going to keep pushing because the potential with vr isn't a gimmick once they push it and get it nailed that's the next step in gaming, 100%. Uh, we're done with like the next step in, in like normal consoles where they're just going to get better looking, better looking, better looking, streaming, streaming, streaming. But once you're living in other worlds and you're there, it's that's that's the next step. But So everybody's moving in that direction. So anyway, I'm saying a lot of stuff here. These are just random thoughts when it comes to this. Uh, really excited for this because I love technology, any new technology. I mean, you bought a fucking Ouya. You're one of like the 10 people who own that, um, the dreidel. Um so I know you're interested in new technologies as well. Um, there just, just has to be, just like the Atari box, I'm interested in that as well. Um, there has to be something about it that I can't get somewhere else though. I'm not going to buy something because it's a cool looking PC with a new controller. I have a PC. I can already play things on PC. I have a PS4. I have an Xbox. If this thing doesn't do something that those don't do, there is, even as excited as I am that someone had the balls to make a fucking console, and that alone makes me want to buy it, but really I shouldn't, it's not, it's, it's not enough. There has to be something there. I like the development thing. I like that they're offering that up to developers that can just make games for it. 
but they're not exclusive. So you can use their engine and fucking make games for other things if you wanted. Um, so yeah, it has to have something dis distinguishing about it. Um, the one thing that is kind of neat about it, but this is something that you already get with PCs when you build your own PCs, is they, it seems like they're really thinking about when you build a PC, uh, doing all the cool customization shit. You can, it said, you know, they had ideas for RGB uh, lighting that changes, the UI changes based off the game that you're playing or the, whatever you're ready to play. And I think the box does as well. Um, so they have a lot of cool customization stuff that we do not see in the consoles right now at all. I think it's a double-edged sword. Because the other companies, the to, to use an example, Sony and Microsoft uh, design their systems around. Um, how do I word this? It for for just in case you know, like in this case, this is designed for like gamers, right? Which is great, but the other two are designed for everybody, mm -hmm. and so it doesn't look crazy in your living room. Right, because like there's a double double edged sword for sure. Yeah, yeah and, because and, the Xbox is supposed to look like they even said when they're uh, first showing it off that they wanted you to be able to put that next to anything in your living room and it would look uh, like it belongs. Part of it, yeah, yeah, yeah. That doesn't, yeah, and the other one definitely doesn't, especially if it has like a crazy screen. That's, that's a good it. point. Yeah. Now I'm not saying that's a bad thing. But it means it they're marketing to gamers to consider. Yeah, as you're coming out with this new product. Who are you selling it to? Obviously, you're after a very specific market, which is fine. There's plenty of us, but um, so you don't seem to be too, too overly worried about getting that that little extra sale in there, though, because they're not thinking about you know not everyone wants to look at that. So well, and and visually, you're completely right. But the mentality, if they're if they are thinking gamer centric, we're making mm -hmm. this for gamers. Uh, Razer is absolutely like that as oh, well, and they like sell a lot. The PS4 uh, uh, mentality is gamer centric, um, not the way it looks, obviously, even though it is a little more crazy looking, but it's still you know very safe, pretty neutral. But yeah. the, I think that is a really good observation to make. One thing I would counter that though with is uh, our generation and people that are older than us are a little older than us are. I mean, we are some of the earliest hardcore gamers, mm. and, and people older than us, ten years older than us. Um, so that you know, family, um, that wouldn't want, you know, cool looking stuff in their living room, I think is going to become a lot more rare, uh, just because, you know, the millennial generation, you know, generation right before stuff like that, like a lot of us grew up playing this shit for sure. So, you know, we're, I mean, I'm not, I don't feel anytime soon. I'm going to be like, you know what? I'm going to go a little more rustic with my, uh, the way I have things around the house mm -hmm. and make sure to modernize a bit. Like, you know, I like a nice looking house as well, but you know, this wouldn't, this wouldn't be, uh, an opposing look for me. I would never buy this and go, Oh, I can't. When I, I, was say, I definitely stuff. don't think like either of us would care just cause the route, yeah. the router's in the living room and it looks, you know, like a gaming router. So, yeah. But uh, no, it, it is a good point, though. 100 yeah. percent. I'm just saying that that there is also another way to look at that as well. Yeah. But um, those people absolutely absolutely exist. And it obviously is something that the main consoles have thought about. Yeah. Um, luckily, the switch doesn't have to worry about it because the the box in the room is a little fucking thing. You have, it's pretty basic looking. Yeah. You yeah. can just put that. Well, because it's, it, it's literally just as a fucking uh, HDMI and fucking plug in port for your TV. Mm -hmm. So other than that, the console, you can fucking kick flip that thing anywhere you want. Just mm -hmm. get on it and fucking, I am advocating for you to use your switch as a skateboard. Yes. 
if you're thinking if that's what I, yeah that's what i'm saying um this is something though i gotta wait and see more on um i'm more i'm more excited for this than i am for the atari box though um and i am interested in the atari box i'm actually kind of curious on where that's going to go but these things we've discussed it long enough at this point but these we're, we're living in a weird time where it seems like almost anyone can start making a console again. Kind of like when people, like when everybody started to be able to make video games at pretty high quality. Um, you know, indie games start popping off. And then after that, people are making like crazy high quality games and they're like smaller companies. It almost seems like the same thing's happening with consoles. As technology gets bigger and it gets cheaper, mm. it seems like smaller companies can start thinking about this, which is really kind of interesting. Um, and there, it doesn't even seem like I haven't heard anything about Kickstarter with this either. So I mean, they're just doing this. Um, so it's it's an exciting time. And I I just with this and the Atari box, I gotta wait and see where they're going with it. And I I gotta really fucking stress: you have to have the hook. You have to have one thing that goes. You can't get this anywhere else because otherwise you're just selling people modified PCs. And we already had Steam boxes, and they did not work. Yeah, it was a valiant effort, but it's just when those came out, I knew it just wasn't. They were so fucking expensive, and they're so like not as good as a just a normal PC. They're just trying to hook people who don't want to be on PC and want to sit in the living room, and just like that's not. Right. I mean, and one thing they could do to happen. set themselves apart, um, you know, obviously they could still have all the same third party games in their own store and whatnot, but if they also, um, though it might be detrimental to them, uh, in a way. Uh, would be to have Steam Link uh, as a, a service to it because That'd then be you really stream your PC games through it. Um, yeah. But that might also, people might just go, why would I buy games through your store when I can just access my other one? I don't know. There's a lot There's a, there's a lot of things they got to think about, obviously, and I'm sure they are. I just spitballing things that are popping in my head right now. One so. last thing that's popping into my head, and then we should close, close this out. Um these guys are video game developers. Mm -hmm. So they work with graphics, they work with design, they work with gameplay mechanics. I think it's a really interesting way to go into making a console because we're already seeing that they're they're already thinking about interactivity as the console itself will do certain things when you do certain things. It's gonna be really interesting to see where they go with that. Because like I said, these guys make video games. Video games are meant to be fun. So they're now designing a UI and a console uh, interface that, um, same thing. Um, and I'm sure they're going to bring something interesting to that, that that other people aren't thinking about. Because with Xbox, they're like, we want this to be the everything box. Yeah. And with PS4, they're like, we just want this to play video games. Yeah. Um, and then Switch, you know, Nintendo's always got their own quirky, like, do, 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 just shit. They build robots out of cardboard. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like, you know, when you start up that, that console and how you interact with it, I feel like they're going to get kind of interesting with it because they come from a background of designing games for people to enjoy. So uh, it'll be a really interesting thing to see. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much everything I have to say on that. I, I just to reiterate real quick, I'm I'm excited for it. I just want to see more on it to know why I should be excited for it. Uh, all the same except for the excitement part. But I don't. It, I'm a tough one to get excited. So yeah. Let us know in the comments. What do you think about the Mad Box? What do you think about uh, a video game company who makes uh, racing simulators making a console? What do you think about consoles being made by other people recently? Uh, do you have any uh, thoughts on that? Do you think they can work? Do you not think they can, they can work? What would you want to see from uh, this console, the Atari Box, or any new console? 
What do you think could make it uh, stand out on its own? Or do you think it's just too late? You can't get into the market. People say that about the Xbox. Um, although it's a bigger fucking company that did that. There's a lot of things to talk about here. So let me know everything you're thinking about when it comes to this. And also one last thing, if there's anything that happened or you saw during CES, let me know so we can talk about what you guys want to hear about. That's going to do it for this episode of Taste Tuesday on Taste Loop Gaming. As always, thank you for watching. Make sure to like and subscribe if you enjoy this episode. Make sure to check out our other episodes. Check us out on Tumblr, Twitter, and Facebook at Tasty Loop Gaming. Check out my streams on Twitch at Tasty Senpai. All one word, hit the notification button to know when I go live. You can also watch my streams on here on this channel right fucking here. I dual stream when I stream, so if you're already hanging out here, you can watch it. Uh, we have Discord link down below. Talk to us anytime, all the time. And we are on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms. Links down below to like all nine of them if you want to listen to us. And uh, yeah, my name's Seth. I'm Chevy. Until the next episode, uh, which will definitely be taste cast, but I do, like I said, want to do a CS video, so that might be a separate video. But until then, have a great week, guys, and take it easy.